everyone. Welcome to the Awana Clubs podcast. I'm Hunter Williams. I serve as a missionary in Tennessee, and I have the privilege of being joined by two other missionaries. And here's a fun fact for you. So the guys I have on today, uh, the Awana missionary field has work groups, and it's groups of missionaries that get together weekly to pray, encourage each other. And the two gentlemen I have on today were in a work group with me for some time. So this is like a mini reunion, which is pretty cool. But uh, I have with me Joel Eastling and David Roach. Uh, Real quick, guys, just share where you serve and how long you've been serving. So let's start with Joel. All right. Yeah, it's great to be here. Uh, I serve over in southwest Washington. Excited for what God's doing out here. Yeah. How long have you been serving with Awana, Joel? Uh, As a Awana missionary, uh, just over three years, almost four years now. Yeah. 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 You came in right before I did because I've been yep. three years. Yep. So, yep. All right, David. David's got a little more seniority over us. David, uh, where are you serving? How long have you been serving with Awana? Well, I, I don't know how much uh, the yeah the seniority factor is is in play here or anything, Hunter. But uh, I am thankful to be a part of the the podcast today. I am in Winston Salem, North Carolina. So, um, been doing Awana missions work for thirteen years. So, yeah, but yeah, I think like you guys too, it's been a, a lot longer journey than that being discipled and going on up through Tijuana. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad to have both of you guys here with the levels of experience you have. And the uh, reason I brought you both on is today's topic is so important. And we're going to be talking about how to partner with parents with a specific focus to clubs. So we're going to be looking at the why, what, and how of partnering with parents. And the reason I thought of bringing on Joel and David is not only their experience in Awana, but their experience as parents. All of us have little kiddos of different ages running around. So we, we're we in the trenches of not only teaching people how to partner with parents, but we're parents that are being partnered with by our churches. So it's going to be a fun conversation. I think they bring some some good insight into this. So guys, let's jump into it. Uh, first thing I wanted to ask was, why should leaders be intentional to partner with parents in their Awana clubs? I don't want to assume all of our listeners are on the same page with this. So let's start with that basic question. Why should leaders be intentional to partner with parents in their Awana clubs? Well, I think one of the really coolest, the really cool things that we get to do, uh, I'm just going to kind of talk from kind of the leader side is, um, I've been serving in journey for years. And one of the coolest things, the chance to partner with parents in that is that as our kids are growing up and coming through it and growing into their faith is being able to have communication with the parents as they talk about the struggles that their kids are going through. We can do the same thing, you know, back and forth, uh, being able to support them and back them up in different ways that helps them really kind of, I would say, strengthen their resolve to teach their kids and to grow them up in the in the knowledge and the love of Jesus Christ. I mean, that's a huge deal. And so when there's a, a combination when I'm able to back them up, um, I mean, that's really what my goal as a leader would be is that parents are primary and I get to be there to back them up and, and point them, point their kids to Christ in the mix of that too. Yeah. Yeah. Hunter, I think we can all tell the kids in ministry that have, good parental support, right? We can just tell when they're, when they're coming in with their verse ready or the, the sections filled out in their handbook. It's really important for, for families to realize, and I think if we're talking to a bunch of Awana leaders, it's pretty obvious, but uh, Awana exists mm-hmm. to serve parents and to help parents in the biblical role of discipleship of their children. 
So it's not just something where we want the parents to be out on the sidelines, you know, dropping off and picking up and, and that's sort of their involvement. I mean, we want this to be as you know, the church and the family, you know, coming together for the discipleship of kids. And then if in, in some cases, the parents are lost themselves. And so and in some cases, we're witnessing to the parents in addition to the kids, if it's not a family that's currently in church right now, or we're just not sure their spiritual walk too. Yeah, that's good stuff, guys. I really like the idea of backing the parents up and uh, just having that awareness. You know, when I think about the why, I think there's that biblical component. Obviously, you look at passages like Deuteronomy 6 or Ephesians 5, and we see this call of parents to form their kids spiritually. And so WANA clubs come alongside parents and give them tools and resources to help them do that. Um, I always say I think one of the highlights of Awana Clubs is the handbook. That's such a unique tool for our ministry because that is a resource we're sending home with kids that parents can use to disciple their kids. And so I think part of it is with leaders, uh, leaders helping parents understand how to get the most mileage out of the handbook. You know, really working with parents, whether it's a small class they do or just in short conversations, to say, hey, these books aren't just for the kids to work through. This is a tool for you to use to work with your kid and forming them spiritually. Um, and then also, I just think intuitively, because if you think about it, there's like 170 hours in a week. <laughs> and at most, an Awana club is going to get two to three. Um, so if, you, if you're just looking at a numbers game, parents have way more time with kids than you do. So the more you can do to leverage a parent's time with their kid, the better you're serving the child overall. Yeah. So... That's good stuff, guys. I, I think um, that we've established a good why there. So knowing the importance of partnering with parents, what should this partnership look like? We've already hinted at this a little bit, but I'd like to flesh it out a little bit more. What could this partnership look like with parents with our Awana clubs? Well, I think a great starting point is communicating and letting parents know what it is that um, if, especially if they're new to our Awana ministry, then maybe they aren't really familiar with what the materials are for that age group. So breaking down the age group that their children are in and, and what things are uh, we asking them to do and what things are available to them. Um, I know one thing that's that's really helpful you know, in the Cubbies group is you have those under the apple tree activities. I mean, just connect them to the, the under the apple tree activities or the start here activity if they have a, a truth and training kid. So there's real practical ways within the Awana resources to help parents have that opportunity with their kids. But we kind of got to just connect those dots a little bit because it's brand new for a lot yeah. of them. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I think one of the other really cool things that I see this happen often and what's really cool is when a leader or even you know ministry director whatever position of leadership you have in that club and that you know all that is that uh, you listen to the parents too because oftentimes you know a kid will be coming in uh, with a fantastic day or, or not so great day and if the parents or if the leaders are able to hear the parent and just get a, just a few minutes with them um, especially at the beginning of a club night or whatever it might be that they can hear what's going on in the life because sometimes there's something deeper and, and you know, harder um, beyond what the surface might be for our kids. And so being able to hear and listen 
what, whether it's the kids, but then especially the parents, because then, then the parents feel like they're heard and encouraged in that, that someone's there to be ready to partner with them and being able to teach their kids what, what's right, good and lovely, you know? So that's a big deal. I think it's a huge thing. Yeah. And what I'm hearing from you there, Joel, is, uh, this partnership for it to be a true partnership needs to go both ways. Mm -hmm. It's not just us um, overly communicating with the parents or connecting the dots, as David said, but it's also taking this humble posture of we need to learn from the parents too because they know their child better than we do. And so they can give us insights into how, how to better serve their kids as well. So right. I really like that idea of a two-way street with that humble posture in mind. Um, and the, I love what you said today about connecting the dots. And I've seen uh, churches in my area where they'll make like a video for parents that they send that explains how the handbooks work and their role they could have in it. Or if you don't have the, the talents or the time to make a video for your parents, you could easily download um, some of the handbook walkthroughs from the Iwana Basics online platform and send it to parents. Because we have some videos on there that walk through the handbooks as well. So there's so many avenues you could take. The big takeaway I want you to get from that question is it needs to be a two-way street. You need to overly communicate, connect the dots, and listen to parents. Mm -hmm. um, so that's good stuff. All right, so let's 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 finish this out. I've got one last question, and I just always want to make sure we're giving good handles for our listeners on the podcast. So how can leaders practically connect with parents, um, connect with families as they try to disciple their kids? So we again, we've hinted at this a little bit, but I always want to make sure we're crystal clear on things we're saying. So what are some practical tips you guys can give to help leaders connect with families? Yeah, I mean, it's always easy to talk about the the, the heady things, right? And the, um, the yeah. big cloud pieces, but like, how do you really put it into practice? Um, one thing that's probably, I would say most of us kind of struggle the most with in many ways is uh, doing something outside of our own club. You know, we expect that, you know, we'll connect with our kids in club for those two hours. It'll be great. You know, we have the time to invest and have conversations in club, but then what's, what's outside of that? Um, Bailey and I, my wife and I have had chances to go to sporting events. Um, and I remember myself as a kid, um, one day I had an orchestra concert and all of a sudden who walked in that door in the back of the gym than my own Awana leader. And I, I didn't expect him even to be there, but he showed up and he sat down in the back and congratulated, congratulated me at the end. Um, those kind of things outside of the norm, if you will, and saying that your, your life matters too. Um, and I'm going to set apart specific time for that. Um, I, I heard this morning we were talking with some other work group leaders and one of them said, uh, he actually mentioned how one of the things that they often do is they, they will go to their family's home and actually visit the, the family unit there and spend some time at least once or twice throughout the club year um, just in their own, the, that family's home to visit them and say, hey, how's it going? How can I be praying for you? What, can, what are the things that I can encourage you in? That type of thing, um, whether it's with parents and or the kid. I mean, that's a fantastic way to do it. I really like that, Joel. It's so discipleship happens all throughout the week and what a great message that is when we are able to disciple kids and come and just surprise when they're doing something outside of church uh, helps them to see that they're always uh, on our on our heart and that we're always thinking about them um, another another idea that i thought of hunter in relation to your question was just mm. share stories 
I mean, parents love to hear the good things that their kids are up to. And especially when the, you have some kids that are like button pressers. I know you 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 wouldn't have that in your one club. Um, but but when, whenever you, they get that parent gets pulled aside and they're just waiting and they're just waiting for the bad news, right? They're just expecting, oh no, what did what did he do? What did she do this time? But when you're able to say, hey, I really loved how Noah engaged with our Bible lesson, or you know, he he had he said the funniest thing during this you know you know small group discussion that we were talking about, and um, just getting to share those little nuggets. I know for me, I, it's just really good to, for me to hear from other adults what they what my kids are talking about when I'm not there, uh, just as the parent myself, like what, what questions are my kids asking? How are they doing? Do I need to have a talk with them at home? Like, I don't know. Um, but, but share those stories. Um, just show these parents that we're getting to know the kids and that their kids are so well loved. David, you said something real quick that I I just want to touch in and just like, someone said something to that effect where you, you mentioned just being able to share a good story or good, you know, something positive about like a particular kid. Um, one, someone said just recently said, um, do it in front of the kid too. I mean, how cool would be that be where you can share something positive about this particular kid, whether they've been, you know, that button pusher or not. Um, but in front of the kid to the parent, I mean, that is such a, um, just positive booster to both of them. That could be huge. So I, that was really cool, David. I really love how you brought that into put in the, you know, into light. Yeah. And one thing I was thinking of too, is not just connecting with parents whose kids are consistent, but also kids who are inconsistent. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you've got a kid who hasn't come in a couple of weeks, go out of your way to either the small group leader or the AMD or somebody send a postcard or a letter and just saying, letting them know you miss them or give them a phone call or something. Um, because that, that communicates to the parents too. We don't just love your kids when they're consistent. We just love them period. And so, um, those, those are little practical ways too of just reaching out to the kids who may not be there as often, but well guys, this was, this was really good stuff. I want to thank you so much for coming on to talk about the why, what, and how of partnering with parents. And I pray it's going to be helpful for leaders. I think it will be. Uh, for those listening, if you've got any questions or thoughts on what was shared, you can reach out uh, to the Partner Care team at Awana, or you're welcome to reach out to me at hunterw.awana.org. But again, we want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And thanks again, Joel and David, for joining me. This was a really good conversation. Same here. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Thanks, Hunter. Thanks for listening to the Awana Clubs podcast. The Awana Clubs podcast is a product of Awana Audio, all rights reserved. Your support and donations to the Awana ministry make it possible for us to partner with 62,000 churches in over 130 countries. Check out the show notes wherever you're listening for more details about what was discussed in this episode, as well as more information about Hunter and his ministry. If you like this episode, you'll also like the Child Discipleship Podcast, where new episodes drop every Thursday. The executive producer of this podcast is me, Ross Cochran, and our theme song is Jackpot by Made to Be from their album, You Know a Better Way, and you also heard their song, Throne, from their album, Save Me From Myself. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week.